millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. <laughs> oh, hello and welcome to In The Pocket. My name's Santa, I mean, Johnny. And my name's Buddy the Elf. Two totally average bass players, and we're here to talk all about that bass. As well as answering your questions at home, each week we take a look at the latest news and break down some tones, all to give you the lowdown on the low end. Chris, Mus, Chris, my friend, it is Chris Mus. Um, how are you doing? I, I'm doing very well, Mr. Dibble. Uh, tis the season to do an alarmingly large amount of covers gigs. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, are you? You're very busy gigging, right? Yeah. You you got one later today. You had two in one day the other day, and yeah. then Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah, up. yeah. So I did uh, the week before. I did about four, maybe five in a row. Then the week after, I did two in one day. Then today, time of recording, we're, we're recording this in the morning. And then about three hours from now, I need to jump in my car and do another gig. Uh, And then, though, then I have nothing until New Year's Eve, which is very nice. However, this is the second time now this particular covers band have gone. Right, we're all good, mate. We'll see you on New Year's Eve. Have a good Christmas. We've said goodbye. We've hugged. And then two days later, they've rang me going, don't suppose you're free on Wednesday, are you? Oh, God. don't (laughs) Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm very happy. I'm very happy for the income. I'm very happy for the work, but I've I've not even watched Muppets Christmas Carol yet, mate. I'm absolutely, oh, I'm absolutely on. stacked. Man's behind. I am. So I've not behind. watched. I've not watched Love Actually yet. I've not watched The Holiday. Um, I haven't watched The Grinch. I haven't watched The Polar Express. Muppets Christmas Carol is reserved for Christmas Day. I would like to add. Oh, okay. Tradition and we've not watched year. my favorite Christmas movie, which is Jingle All the Way. Yes, yes, put that um, cookie down. Do you know what? That would be an amazing prop for the background, wouldn't it? Just a turbo man. Oh, you've got you've got to be able to get those. I, right? Although, is that the point? They're very scarce. Yes, exactly. My favourite moment of that film by far, and it literally is burned in my brain as like my, my inner child, is right near the end where he sneaks backstage and accidentally gets put in the turbo yeah. man costume. Yeah, yeah. And he comes that's, up on the floor. It's amazing. That's the only bit I remember. Honestly, like I've watched oh, that do film you, once, really? I remember. Do you not yeah, remember, and I remember you loving not... it. I need to rewatch yeah, it. Yeah, you need to rewatch it. Do you not remember the bit where like um he points at his son and goes, Jamie Do you remember that bit either? And he's like, He no. knows my name. <laughs> this could easily be a jingle all the way special. I'm a very as a yeah. big Batman fan, I can very easily resonate. I can swap out Batman for Turbo Man, disassociate and have a great time. <laughs> what about combination of the two? If across Schwarzenegger over. was was uh, Bruce, Ban- Bruce Banner, Bruce Banner, Bruce close Wayne. enough, close enough. Uh, well. He was Bruce Forsyth. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> aside from aside from that, how 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 have you been? I feel like I know we talk pretty much every day. I feel like I've not spoken yeah. to you in ages. 
I know. Well, it's because we did the Ian episode last week. Um, by the way, thank you, everyone, that's that's checked us out in the meantime. Yes, thank you. Absolutely um, lovely. Um, and, yeah, I, we recorded that one a bit early, so this one is naturally, like, a week late, and then we're doing it later again, you know. So it's um, it's been too long, my friend. Mm. And, you know, we will take a bit of a... A bit of a break of a Christmas, um, imagine. So then it might feel like even longer. But you know, it'll be good times when we come back together. Good times indeed. And like I said, we'll talk every day. Absolutely, to you without fail. Yes. Um, in today's episode, uh, it is Christmas. I don't know if you could tell. It is Christmas. Merry well, crisis. Today, but it's, it's crisis time. Help. Um, we are going to be going through the latest news. We haven't done that for a little while. We've got lots to catch up on. Uh, then we are going to be talking about some of our favourites of the year, whether that's bass players, tones, pedals, basses, etc. Um, and then Father Christmas will be making an appearance uh, as Chris will be reading him uh, your Christmas lists. We put out a post on Instagram or Father Christmas came in and uh, put, uh, put out a post uh, requesting you guys to comment down below uh, what you would like for Christmas? What bass-related items would you like this year? Uh, so we're going to read through some of those. So make sure you go and follow us on at In The Pocket Pod on Instagram to be in the chance of, you know, getting involved with these types of things as well as asking questions, suggesting guests, etc. Uh, without further ado, shall we, shall we crack on to some news? Let's crack on some news. We were discussing about this the other day. Um, I get all of my bass news from you. <laughs> I, like, I, li- I like to think that I am the, the base news guru that like everyone gets it from. You, know, you are your um, <laughs> oh, what's his first of news round? I can't remember his first name. Lee's Lee's on Azimba. Lee's on Azimba yes. news round. What a what? Yes, you're, yes. You're the Geffen Jones of base. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm quite close to Wales, so you are actually maybe. you are actually quite close to Wales. Um, are you closer to Bristol than Wales, though? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Because they're really close, aren't yes. they? God, I really should know oh, this. Yeah. A stone throw from oh, okay. my work. From when I work, I can see Wales. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, I know. That's good it's to know. Building, baby. Yeah, I know. Come to Brazil. Right. <laughs> Let's crack on. I'm going to share my screen now. If you are not watching the video version of this, what are you doing? Um, no, please don't go. Uh, but we are sh- sharing what we're seeing here, what we're talking about. So we'll try and not talk about too much. Uh, what we can see so for the audio listeners it's okay but uh yeah if you want to check it out you bloody can um okie dokie we're going to start things off uh, in the world of mark bass now chris what do mark bass make bases bass amps uh, bass amps yes yeah, sorry i've, I've spoiled for, it by things sharing for pe- things for people called mark <laughs> the guy the guy if you know any bass players called mark out there please go and tag them in this mark video. king's yeah, Mark Corrigan. Wow, I wish. Oh, to be fair, I think he would play the bass, right? Mark Corrigan's a bass player. If Jez is a keyboard player, yeah, Mark Corrigan is. I, I would say Mark Corrigan is the quintessential bass He's player. He's absolutely not going to be a guitarist. I no, because that's that. that's obviously Superhands mm. or Johnson. Yes, well, he could be. Um, the thing is, Mark Horgan's probably more of a clarinet or trumpet guy. But he'd I be a classical like guy. He'd be a big band guy, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or he's in the pit yeah. on a musical. Yeah. He's in the. He's in the. He's a pit man. As a very, as a very, very quick side note, I watched the. Uh, I know. I watched the. Um, 
Wonka film the other day. Oh. And uh, one of the villains is in it is the same guy who played Johnson yes. in the Peep Show. Yeah. And he's nothing like Johnson, obviously. Oh. He's an actor. But I honest, honestly couldn't take anything he was saying. Just started laughing uncontrollably every time he walked on, on screen. It's like <laughs> Project Zeus. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Please, I've derailed this wonderful news segment. Please continue. That's okay. With that's okay. Marky that's Mark. What, that's what the people are here for. The um, Mark Marky Wahlberg Mark signature series have released these new Navigator F1 bases. Don't these look cool? Um, it's a P base pickup uh, with a stop spinning round. I'm trying to show the people <laughs> and a humbucker in the bridge. Classic. Uh, kind of like this combo. Active preamp on board. I believe it's all. Um, their own stuff, and then is it EMG preamp? I think built into this oh, one. Okay, okay. Um, very, very cool. I don't love the body shape. I really like I do. the headstocks, though. What do you? Um, I, li- I like both. Um, it's kind of giving me a bit of like a. Obviously, it's a double cutaway kind of design. It's giving me a bit of that, like. Um, oh, I'm gonna. I feel like I'm gonna mispronounce the word now. Is it Aria? Is it Aria? Yeah, yeah, Aria. Which one is I it? Aria. Said, is it Aria? It's I giving me a Aria, bit but... of that, like you know, nineties active turbo base yeah. kind of vibes. Um, love the headstock. Love the yeah. headstock, especially yeah. with that bit where they've they've taken a yeah. bit of the body color and put it on the bottom, like that one there, the natural wood finish burst, yeah. where they've included that design again up at the top of the headstock. Like that, that's Very cool. cool. Yeah, also, I really if like I that. was going to have a custom base made, I genuinely think I would have some sort of stacked or sort of stacked single coil slash humbucker kind of like two single coils back by the bridge and then a P Damn. pickup. 100%. Nice. So then and I've got, got the option of like splitting it. Like a PJ, a P, a Music Man, that, that kind of thing. Like that is what I do. So this looks, this looks, looks pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. I would, um, I was just going to say, I wish the black one had a maple neck, and it does. And it so does. There that... is a version. Yeah, I do like the maple ones more when it how it kind of blends into the headstock there. I think it's very yeah. cool. What do you um, think? Visually, I... I'm a big fan of this. Yeah, it was really striking. First of all, on like more appearances, I don't. I, it's these horns I don't love so much. That like that '90s Aria stuff. I don't. I don't love that. Um, but I don't hate this. It's not egregious and it's not offensive. Uh, but no, no, no. Is it's not diabolical, over. is it? No, no. It, but it's okay. It's fine. Um, it's all all good in the hood. Um, should we move on to the next bit of news? I don't know how much those are, by the way. They haven't. Oh, I was really... just about to ask. Are they yeah. are, th- are these American made, Chinese made, Indonesian, something like that? Oh, or... that's a question. Because that that's is a gonna... question. Well, we, I was going to say that's going to dictate the price. But when we did the Troy Sanders model. And realised it was a Mexican-made instrument for seventeen hundred quid, and yeah. we were both absolutely outraged. And I'm looking at you, music man. Let's let's <laughs> not let's not talk about that dark ray. No, I'll go there again. I'm just gonna. I'm coming away from the mic a little bit because I have to lean over to my keyboard to type this in. So I'm gonna find out for the people. For the people. Last time I checked, it wasn't on their website. Okay, and it probably still isn't. This is oh. dead air. This is good. This is good stuff. This is peak Sounds content. Good. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, no, it's still not on their website. Sorry. Okay. Never mind. Time. Maybe we'll cut that. Maybe we won't bother. 
Um, no. Next news, please. Here we go. Um, the band Sleep Token, whether you're a fan or not, um, bass player has released a new model with Charvel. <laughs> Bloody hell. Um, if you don't know, Sleep Token are this anonymous uh, metal band um, with a really distinct sounding vocalist. Uh, the bass player has been playing a Charvel San Dimas for a long time, along with a Warwick, and I think he's had P-Bass recently as well. Makes total sense he's gone to Charvel for this custom model here. We've got like a stacked humbucker, so it's like two humbuckers in one in kind of a middle-ish and bridge position. Um, looks like a three-band preamp on board, I'm assuming. I'm assuming a little toggle here. I'm guessing it's like toggle to go between the pickups, volume, bass middle treble perhaps or something like that no i'm but, saying I, i'm saying that's an active passive switch could be then there's a two band eq and a volume bass volume and treble um overall volume blend okay yeah yeah that makes sense that's cool shot in the dark i just know the friends i've got who have the charvel sandemus it's a two band preamp ah is it if i remember I correctly that bass, bass, i can't trouble. remember yeah it's too it's it's too bad i remember when i got my music man everyone told me it's like oh you'll never use all free bands i'm like you use all free bands all the time yeah you use I'm that all, um... i'm all over that mid-range all oh. over it love it i see i when i had the sterling ray 24 um that is more vintage styled and that doesn't have the mid control okay and i i didn't miss it at that point oh, okay um, but i know what you mean like for, for the gigs you're doing as well like sometimes you want a bit more poke uh, yeah exactly i'm either I'm, I'm always messing with either rolling the treble off and boosting the mid-range all the other way yeah. around i use it on the ding wall a lot as well but that's a bit more of a set and forget like i've got like a permanent 500 hertz dip because it's the uh it's the ding wall not ding wall sorry it's the dark glass preamp in there with the um it's like 100 hertz 500 hertz 3k which is very sure. different to a lot of bass preamps but it work it works really well amos hell has just done a video using using that preamp and it it sounds really good yeah Bloody but anyway lovely. i'm tangent um, o'clock today i am so sorry please continue that's okay roasted maple neck on this one with the white finish black hardware and the reverse headstock which i think is very cool um is it like a music man style headstock actually three and one maybe yeah it is have a look yeah, look oh interesting okay so that's pretty cool. How do you... I have two questions for you, Johnny, and we'll break yeah. this down into two sections. One, how do you feel about Sleep Token? Answer. Uh, I really like them. Uh, I'm okay. a big fan. Um, we missed out on tickets for the Wembley show. Um, oh, okay. You yeah, gonna, yeah like, my girlfriend was like going to go as well, but... Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, I'm a big fan. I really like the latest album, and I'm slowly now going back. Um, how do you feel? Not keen, not keen, not a keen Obino. No, and and um, but I'm willing to try. So I've never, <laughs> I had this playful debate with my other half the other day. I've genuinely never listened to a section of a Sleep Token song and gone, "Oh, I like that." Like I, genuinely, I've always just gone, "I'd rather put Deftones on." Like I've always, I've always done that. Um, however. Um, I'll watch drum covers of Sleep Talking songs all day. Mm. Love that. 
don't um, really care don't really care for the voice that much there's nothing wrong with them i'm not saying i'm not saying they're rubbish like they're, they're cl- i'm not one of these people that goes i don't like them and that means they're bad i don't mean that it, it just i i feel like i'm in the wrong i listened to the new album in full and i didn't i didn't love it on my first listen i may revisit it and then also i think i am going to go back and genuinely listen to their entire catalog and then give it a definitive decision because i didn't really feel like i liked don broke all that much and then i sat and listened to everything and then went okay actually i really like don broke i just don't really like the automatic album which is what i heard oh, first that's like that's like arguably one of their best nah they are every other album's better in my opinion in wow. my opinion it, in my opinion yeah but the, anyway um, go on I please think continue that, uh what was it? You had another question. I do, I do. So now, now I've discovered your opinions on Sleeve Token. I would like to know how. Oh. How do you feel about this base? Because so, I have two strong points about it. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's egregiously. This is a signature base, and we've had this discussion before. And it's like, yeah, no, I would never, ever, ever buy this. <laughs> I, would, I would never want this. Ridiculous. Um. But for what it is and their band, I think it's very cool to have this custom model and for them to have. I think it looks great. Um, and it does look cool, I think. I don't love the big question mark here. I know that's no. his thing that he like, puts on his yeah. hand. Um, but I don't mind all this. And I think it suits the aesthetic that they're going for. So I think it suits them and I think that's fine. But it's, you know, I know on first look, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. But like, uh, it's not for me. And I know it's not for me. And that's okay. Yeah. The, the the more I look at this bass, the less I like it. Um which is annoying <laughs> Get it off because my screen. Exactly. well, yes. But which is annoying though, because it's like when you look at the specs, um everything is a thumbs up. Everything. Like, you know, the preamp sounds great. I love the idea of the pickups. The roasted maple neck is super cool. You know, I love the the neck against the white of the body. The reverse headstock is super cool. Like I love all these things. And then I see the Sleep Token logo and I don't like it because I'm a very firm believer. I think it's because I listened to I listened to a podcast called Drum with Mike and Eddie and they had a signature series episode where essentially it's Mike Johnston who is kind of like the Scots yeah. bass lessons for drums is the easy way to describe him. And then the other guy is Eddie Frower, who's the busted drummer. He was also in Lord Atlantis. They have an drummers. episode about um, they have an episode about signature series models. Mike Johnson has a few signature like uh, I think he has some signature symbols, some signature sticks, a, a few other things like that. Um, his name isn't on any of the products at all. Like if you don't like him, you can still buy that product, and you don't have to feel like oh I'm I'm a Mike Johnston fanboy. And he was talking about the business advantages of that, aka. If this wasn't covered in sleep talk and memorabilia, there's a chance I might buy it because it looks. It, I think it's probably a really rock solid bass, but at the same time, sleep talking are a very visual band, and they understand that. So that's probably why this is covered like that. It's like the um, it's like the flea bass. The flea bass doesn't have the word flea yeah. all over so, it. You still know it's a flea bass, obviously. But the question I have this about doesn't this. go on. Um. I don't know if it's a production model. I hope it's a production model. I don't know if it is. I mean, it says in the caption, the new custom base. I don't know whether that Uh, means it's 
the what like whether you can buy it or not not sure yeah oh is that the thingy showroom that is the fender showroom yeah Ah, floor. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's such a shame to me because I just feel like if it didn't have the question mark and the sleep token logo, that could genuinely be a absolute bomb-proof production model. And that's why I was going to say, if they sold it, they should sell it without that. Because yes, then they that really, would they really, sell really should. so well, I think. Yeah, and, then, and I well, don't then, think oh, yeah. it would sell well if they didn't do it. So if they left it, if they left the mem- the uh, the designs on it, I don't think it would do that well because essentially only Sleep Token fans would buy it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're quite like... a divisive band. Oh, hundred percent. As we've I don't already know, discovered, I, yeah, on this yeah. Podcast. I don't know. I don't know many people who go, yeah, they're okay. Yeah, it's normally like I flipping love them or like yeah, I hate them. They are this generation's My Chemical Romance. Yes, that's a great way to put it. Aren't they? Yeah. Because my, I remember when we were teenagers, My Chemical Romance was either they are the best band in the world or yeah. they are a massive turd blossom. And and um, Lily and I were discussing last night, like, yeah, it's the same with Linkin Park, where like at the time people were like, they're not metal, ooh, new metal, no, ooh. Um, and now they're just like so beloved, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Blimp Biscuit as well. It was either love it or yeah. hate them and stuff like that. Yeah. And I feel like Sleep Talking have really captured that corner of because they clearly have like a massive dedicated fan base. Like they saw that bloody Wembley Arena in uh, in yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, mental. Sleep talk and karaoke. <laughs> Let's go. That's my impression. <laughs> um, shall we move on to the next piece of news? Um, Let's do that. We were talking about uh, Music Man's and two band preamps and stuff like that a minute ago. That seems like a very nice segue into the next bit of news, which is uh, Music Man have brought out. Uh, these new uh, 70s inspired basses so it's just like a reissue of their kind of more vintage uh, range of basses that they've got Um, and yeah they've got it in the classic colors (laughs) ridiculous price of $3,200 yeah wild music man are just going wild now their prices Um, vintage sunburst black white and a natural all with maple necks um i really like all of these finishes i think they are the classic music man finishes and probably all my favorite ones so that's all great comes with the bridge mutes that you get on the vintage ones two band preamp i think it's is it a slab body i think it is a slab body like you get um and then um you know your three point what is it bridge thingamabob uh and then uh, a slimmer neck which you normally get on the more vintage ones so i think there's a real mix of like very strong points and then some not so strong points for me uh but that's just me uh price aside what do you think price aside it's pretty cool um my music man has an absolute slabber of a neck so yeah. um it's the it's the biggest neck i own by far a lot of girth on that wood um so it'd be cool to try it out with a slimmer with a slimmer neck Mutes are cool. You know, the vintage throwback is very nice. Um, the price, however, is unforgivable. That is, that really is quite expensive. Yeah, that's that's pretty wild. Um, I might be wrong about the neck. Actually, the width is a four, nearly a forty-three mil. So that's quite wide, actually. So they might not have gone with the more. Oh no, I mind thought then. the slimmer neck was the vintage one, but it looks it does. Look I wouldn't. I would. I would have thought it would be the opposite way around, unless it was a deliberate like. 
response to the P base, and they went, "Nah, tiny neck on this one." When they first came yeah. out, yeah, that's that's. I might be wrong, but that seems to be the thing that I always understood is that they had, had slimmer necks mm. and, then, and then got bigger, and the modern ones are big. Because um, like the right, Raid, okay, well, you've I've got only ever be... really played like, I've only ever played like one or two music mans ever really, mm. including mine. Here. Yeah. Um, well, maybe you can buy this natural one to go with yours. Um, for Absolutely, the sweet price of it's gone three thousand two hundred dollars. Wowie! Or we can do a bit of insider trading, and uh, I can win your giveaway. Oh my gosh! Yes, you can, and then you too can have a you base can. worth uh, not this much. Um, yeah. Side side note: if you guys want to win the Pete Wentz signature Stingray that uh, I've reviewed on my channel, you can uh, enter my competition that I'm running uh, over on Instagram. So if you follow me at Johnny Dibble and follow the rules on that competition post uh, that's pinned to the top of the profile, you might be able to win it. Who knows? Good luck. Anyway, if you if you do decide to, but I'm giving it away. Um, should we move on to the next bit of news? Let's do just that. Uh, amazing. Um, let's go on to this one next. So... Um, Oh, no, I don't want that silly pop-up. So, ZZ Top, <laughs> uh, Dusty Hill, uh, the basis of ZZ Top, uh, his famous 50s-style Fender P-Bass has sold for nearly £400,000, to be uh, dollars, sorry, to be precise, 3900 no, 300000 no, <laughs> $393,700. Gosh, <laughs> reading and maths in one. Uh, that's about th- yes, that's about three hundred and thirteen thousand pounds. I didn't know. So, yeah, <laughs> wild price that this has gone for. It's not the highest selling uh, base. Apparently, it's in this article reads that uh, Paul McCartney's Yamaha BB uh, sold in twenty twenty one for um, four hundred and seventy one thousand pounds. Wowee. Um, so this is the second most expensive base uh, to be sold uh, at auction. It was a 1953 Butterscotch Fender P. Like I said, I hope there's a close-up picture of it in this article. No, why would there be? Why would there be? No, because why would there be? But there is a picture of Ozzy Osbourne in a jet. Because uh, <laughs> this is the base. That's wow, wait. That would be a cheap base, to be fair, if it feels like this. Gosh. Um, yeah, and it was... Uh, it appeared on the cover of ZZ Top's 1975 album uh, and has been used, you know, iconically by Dusty Hill <laughs> on stage and in the studio. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Uh, it's, for those that are big fans of ZZ Top, I imagine someone is very happy or it's just going to end up in a museum somewhere. Um, I don't know, they have not revealed who bought it, of course, but uh, Dusty Hill died in, in 2021, age 72. Uh, so yeah, sad sad times on that one. But like, it's good that the base has kind of gone on to a new home or is going to be remembered uh, somewhere else. So pretty cool. Um, yeah, there we go. Uh, any any comments on this one, Christopher? Um, it's probably going to end up in a museum, which is kind of a shame. At the same time, like I was watching an interview with Kurt Kamet from Metallica the other day, who owns Peter Green's Les Paul. Like oh. the, the which is like the Les Paul. I think he reportedly paid like just over a million dollars for it. Wow. Um. Yeah. But he gigs it. 
Fair enough. Yeah, that's, on that's the like, thing. He, he plays like 10 songs a night with yeah. Metallica playing it. Yeah. And, he, and his argument was, I will use it until I'm gone. And then yeah. the next person will use it until they're gone. Like they're sort of like passing the mantle of this yeah. guitar. So hopefully that kind of happens with this maybe. Um, I find that very unlikely though. And it will probably sit in some sort of museum for a very, very, very long time. Which is fine too. You know, That's the it's thing, not like I it bought it. <laughs> maybe I, I did. Think, I think, oh my goodness. And now he's going to pop it out. No, don't pop that out. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> I think that like... A museum is fine if it's gonna then it's gonna like live on, be remembered, and be like, oh, there it is, whatever. Um, and you know, and it's gonna be maintained. It's it's not good if it gets sold to someone who's just gonna like treat it badly. But you know, the likelihood of that when someone's paying what three hundred thirteen thousand pounds for it is very slim. Yeah. Uh, so it would be used by some by a proper artist, you know, or a huge artist to spend that on it. Um, so I think it was probably gone to uh a good home nonetheless so yeah there we go there we go um let's go very expensive to very inexpensive now um harley benton have uh brought out some more do-it-yourself uh (laughs) kits guitars and a new bass as well uh so if you wanted a music man stingray uh from harley benton but didn't you know, thought mm, I just I don't want to spend that much. I want, I want to make it my own even more. You can now do so with this um, lovely looking thing. My God, this is <laughs> this this is I, something. I don't think someone just left it like this. Jeez, so awful. <laughs> my God, um, I don't love their Music Man style bass. I think it just it looks wrong. Like this is too big over I'm here. Ge- the back's too big. I'm getting. I'm getting uncanny valley with yes. a ba- with a bass. It's like this yeah. is it was in the Simpsons or something and this is what like they drew uh to look yeah. like Stingray. It yeah, looks very it looks <laughs> It looks like I've asked AI to make me a music man bass. <laughs> it's gotten to the headstock and gone bleh. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, it's like that TikTok trend where it's like getting AI to expand my photos. Yeah. Dum. <laughs> Dum. Boom. Yeah. Creepy. And like <laughs> The thing I don't understand is why would they do this? I guess they can't copy the headstock, can they? But um, yeah, no, that would be. I imagine headstocks in particular are like quite aggressively trademarked. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and this one is you can buy this whole kit for one hundred and thirty-seven dollars. I've had a few questions before. You know, obviously, before I go into that, you can like carve the headstock to how you want it to be. That's the point. It's it's not just meant to be like this unless you want. Would that be a flex. It's absolute. If you sharpen that, you'd have like a cleaver. Mm. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, if, I don't know. This doesn't interest me at all. Like build kits and stuff like that. Um, I don't love doing <laughs> DIY at the best of times. Uh, modding bases I like doing in 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 small bits, but not like yeah. I don't know. This this doesn't attract me. Basically, I wouldn't want to get involved with something like this. But you know, <laughs> if you do. Then now you've got the chance to do it with one of their Stingray models as well. So fair enough, fair enough. Um, would you ever buy a kit and go from there? I don't think I was, to be honest. Um, I, I'm, you know, I'm not saying I won't change my mind in the future, but up until this point, um, I've never looked at a kit, anything, and gone, oh, you know what? I'll give that a go. Like the yeah. closest thing I get to kit stuff is building Lego, and even then, that's. 
that's not quite the same as... I just think it's a lot of work for what it is. And even when... Also, like, even if you were really good at making something like this, will it be any good in the end? Well, you're going to put... I don't know, because the foundations of a Harley Benton are normally pretty good. Um, and they just need new hardware or, like, some new electronics or something to, like, yeah, to be Yeah, because I was going to say, yeah, if you bought this and then went, well, I'm going to swap out the pickup and the electronics for something better anyway, and but, let's say this person is really good at setups, I imagine you could probably make a pretty sick base, but then money and time versus end result, how much better is this going to be than, say, like, one of the sub-range, for example? Which yeah. is not that much more, really. Not really. And I mean, it's twice the price money, minimum, ver- money versus time and effort. You know, you've got to weigh those things. Yeah, up. exactly. Like, it's like, you and know, some people yeah. might love that process, but yeah, I, for me, if you're going to do something like this, I would, I would much rather just buy a used one and then mod it. But then this one, I suppose, the advantage of this is you can do even more custom stuff, like the headstock and the body is unfinished, so it's like a blank canvas essentially. True, you can you can stain it yourself and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I'm going to use that blank canvas as an excellent uh, segue onto the next bit of news. If that's oh, okay. very nice, very nice. Because indeed. we have got the new canvas tuner. Yes, Wars Audio. <laughs> I want one. I really want one. I really want one too. Um, I messaged them straight away, like, please, please, please. <laughs> I love one. Can um, I review this tuner? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I think it's great. Like, it just looks super nice, first of all. Um, it is a tuner. It does just do do the tuning. Um, but it's a really simple, like, this is the things I love, like, really small innovations that just, like, make a difference. Like, as long as you different tuning modes, etc., you can have it on its side amazing yeah like brilliant no why is no one yeah, else doing well that? my tuner is technically on its side as well yeah but like it doesn't rotate right no 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 no. so i my, my the main tuner i i use if, if it's a gig i'm going wireless i use the sure that sure glx wireless which has a yeah. tuner as well yeah. but if i'm running a gig with the ant as well the, the ashdown ant I need to uh, stick the pedal on its side. Yeah. And it's and fine. What... I can still tune at the end of the day. But the fact that you can just rotate it and then set it to look like that is obviously, it's very it's very Apple of them, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like, here's this feature that you never thought of, but now you can't live without. Exactly. And it's like, oh, damn. Yeah, that is worth $150. <laughs> wow. The fa- I mean, it is, cool. it is. All, I mean, also, let's, are we going to move on to the best feature about it? Absolutely, we are. I'm hoping they've got a picture of it here. They don't, but um, <laughs> but you can set a picture as like the background for when it's off. So when you're not tuning, yes. I'm, I'm desperately yes. fighting to see if they've got a thing. I don't even think they have it in this video, but that is an incredible, <laughs> incredible feature that you can just like set a picture of Shrek to be on whilst tuners off or just like have some crazy meme on there it's just like so much fun i love that what would you uh what would, what would you set uh if you had to pick a picture what would um, you uh what would you set it to i perhaps uh arnold as turbo man not I bad i was gonna i was gonna say spoder man <laughs> pointing or um, salad fingers oh yes Rusty spoons. 
and bears. Oh God! <laughs> wow, for those yes. of you who don't know who um, who that is, uh, don't go looking for it. Yep. No, your your brain chemistry will be forever changed. Yep. Yep. There's a reason why me and Johnny are like this, and that's why. <laughs> but yeah. I think it's great fun, um, and I'd really like one because I think it's you know util- looks great, utilitarian, and is fun. And I would like I would like how one to make too. a tuna absolutely how to make a tuna fun absolutely yeah, yeah. very very cool. Um, let us move on to the what well, I think it's the final piece of news now, and I think it's a doozy. Um, I've not seen many people weirdly talking about this. Um, as it is the brand new signature bass from Charles. Yeah. Oh. But it's Bert Howard, isn't it? I can I can never I remember. I have absolutely how to say no his idea. Name. I know who this is, but I have yeah. absolutely no idea how to pronounce his name. I didn't even know his name for like the last two years. Yeah. Well, if you don't know, he's that incredible bass player um, and YouTuber from the UK, uh, Johnny Dibble. No, um, Charles. Charles. We'll say Charles. I can't. I, I apologies. I, I can't Charles... remember how to pronounce his surname. It's Charles Bert Xavier. Howard or Bert Howard. I think it's Bert. But there we go. He has got a new signature bass with Schechter. I think this is a really good pairing. I've seen him playing loads of Schechters before. Um, and this just looks like a solid high-end Schechter, really. Um, it's not doing anything crazy different or new. Um, yeah, this this is Charles here, if you don't recognize him. you If you don't know his name, you definitely recognize him from seeing videos on the internet, for sure. If you don't it's know his me- name, you know his fun. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, I've seen it moving rapid many a times. Um, it is a £1,500 um, signature bass. It also comes in a left-handed version. It's called the CB4, so it's a four-string. Uh, and it's, you know, classic. This is EMG loaded, EMG preamp as well to match. Uh, and it is a volume blend and three-band preamp. So nothing crazy-wise specs, but yeah, it's a very pretty bass. Um, all black hardware. Much more to say. I really... Uh, look at that that's mad very very nice all like neck through design uh with the wings attached on i really like that he's gone for this kind of like transparent uh brown i suppose um with the word it just looks like supernatural and it's one of those like shectors that if this had like a flame maple and was like red it would be horrible and be like too metal too shector yes exactly and i my personal favorite shectors are the ones that don't look egregiously like a Schecter <laughs> they're not like associated with metal because I think you know I love Schecter I think they're brilliant um, so I think this is a, a good kind of middle man version of that so yeah very very cool you can go and check out the specs on their website um, it's pretty standard stuff I'd say though Grover tuners and seeing if there's anything else we'll sign I think so um, ash body like flame maple top um, yeah 24 frets 24 frets rosewood uh, fretboard yeah very very cool indeed um, what do you think about this no complaints to be honest it looks like a, a solid bass and again this comes back to exactly the same point I mentioned about the sleep token bass Charles's name is is not on this well it is yeah. but it's not going to be it's not plastered on the fretboard or anything like that so you could you could want nothing to do with the guy try yeah. the bass and go oh I actually really like this and then pick it up, and you know I you're good to go. Is, um, you would you wouldn't be mistaken for thinking this is just a stock Schecter as yeah, well. Like yeah. it's not totally out of their wheelhouse that this is just what it would look like. No, absolutely. Um, and I feel like from a business perspective, 
that's the way to go. Like if I was, if I was, you know, if I was very privileged to have a signature model with a company, I would not put my name on it. I think the very, at the very most, my name would go on like the underside of the back plate or something, yeah. something like that. Or there might be an initial on the back of the headstock, if that. Yeah. Initial, just and a big see. picture of my face on the front. Yeah, yeah, Surge. of course. I I think it should be like you know, you know, like one of those um, sparkle pillows that you can get and you brush them and then it will reveal like Danny DeVito's face or something. Yes, you should you should have that on your signature base? Then it just reveals your face one way and then it's like the Mikey Way sparkle the other way. Nice, very nice. That'd be sick. We're going to talk about that Mikey Way sparkle again later on in this episode. Spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, let's let's move on to that section now, shall we? Okay, it is the end of the year, which means I think we need to give out some kind of awards or something like that to to recognise the successes of the year, uh, failures of the year, perhaps. Um, yeah, uh, just to to take a look at what has happened this year. Um, we've got a couple of categories that we've spoken about a little bit. I just thought of another one that I didn't really include. I might throw in an honourable mention when we get to the when we get to the last one. Oh, uh, okay. We're going to kick things off, Chris, with the most exciting release of the year. Um, so when I say release, I mean like a product. So this could be anything kind of base related, um, or any any anything base related. Basically, what you would consider to be the best release of the year. Have you got any ideas? What are you thinking? Uh, I have an answer. I've prepared an answer. Would you like me to wow. go first? Yes, please. My uh, most exciting release of the year is the Line 6 HX Stomp. Question mark. What does, what does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. My most exciting release of the year is the update that Line 6 did to the HX Stomp. In fact, they have done two updates this year. Am I right? The first You're one in right. particular was the addition of things like the the vintage style Octava, you know, a bit more of an OC2 vibe over the uh, the kind of like poggy tone that you got originally. Um, and then they kind of hit us again with the second one, which introduced the, the Noble preamp, Noble style preamp, allegedly. Um, and was there something else in there that I remember there correctly? Was, yeah. Was that right? There was, it was a big what else one. Was there? The, the orange AD200. There um, we go. And the Fender Baseman, which is my favourite. Um, I really like all three of those editions, and I've got a setup now in my HX Stomp, which is the Fender Baseman and the Noble DI, and like, oh, it's it's really, really good. Um, so big fan of this new release. I think it's an excellent choice. Lovely. And um, Neuro DSP, do better. What Moving does, on. What does the DSP stand for? Um. Oh, doesn't something product? Um, doesn't support players? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they do. They just just not base players in any way, shape, or form, <laughs> which is very exciting. Uh, well, at time of recording, they have a new plugin coming out or a new thing. Yes, today it comes out. Oh, is it today? Is it? Yeah, I got an email. Yeah, saying, I think it comes out about. It comes out about an hour, and I oh. The, Words cannot begin to describe how not excited I am. <laughs> oh, another signature amp from a guitar player. I look forward to the cameo Great. video that uh, will no doubt be uh, released alongside this. <laughs> uh, people listening at home, what did uh, what did you think of uh, 
Neuro DSP basically paying a lot of people on Cameo to promote their Black Friday sale. I thought it was a bit weird, personally, but that's just me. We're definitely going to do that now. We're paying lo- like loads of irrelevant people to be like, I love in the pocket, read from paper, in the pocket podcast for bass players. We really like- should, like, it's someone from EastEnders or um, <laughs> should- loads should of drummers. Get- should we just get people we actually know to set up a cameo just for this? I think we should do a cameo. <laughs> should we just add the watermark at the bottom? Yeah, I, gen- I, gen- I think we should set up a cameo in the link tree of the podcast. Like, we'll put it on, like, the cheapest setting, like a quid no, or something like, like no that. no one's going to do it. I think we should do it. I think we should. I genuinely think we should do it. And it's just, we will say horrible things about your playing for yeah, a small absolutely. fee. Absolutely. Slag off your setup big time. Abs- roast my rig. Yeah. Yes. Incredible. Um, anyway, my, yes. My I, most yes, exciting. Please, your go. Go on. My most exciting release of the year, I think, is the Ashdown Roasted series. Um, I think it's really stepped up the game and showed like what what the UK can do as well. You know, like designing this amazing <laughs> range of really unique but really really solid bases that you know look great, sound great. There's a great combination of colours in there. Like I said, it's just something different that is a standard. It's it takes a lot to do something different at an affordable price point. Because no one wants to take a risk, you know, at that. Because you have to mass produce it um, to make any kind of margins or to, you know, the quantities of scale applied to that to make money on it. You have to you have to go hard or go home. And so massive respect to them. And it's been a big success um, with loads and loads of pre-orders, etc. going in. So, yeah, very, very cool. If you didn't know, you can go and check it out on my channel where I reviewed the whole thing. In short, there's a PJ-based standard um, there is uh, a one with a soap, single soap bar pickup, which is really great. Uh, that in long scale and a short scale version of that. And then also a double humbucker uh, Thunderbird style base as well. So yeah, very, very cool, <laughs> I think. Um, let us move on to the next topic, which is base player of the year. Now, um, who, aside from myself and, and you, um, who would you say are the players of the year, Chris? Oh, that's yeah. a shame. I was gonna, I was gonna pick me as well. <laughs> oh, got it. Um, my base player of the year is uh, is Mikey Shoes from Queens of the Stone Age. Uh-huh. Uh Because I genuinely think he might be the coolest man alive at the moment, Ooh. which is a bold move when you're in a, wow. in a band with Josh Hom, but. Uh, yeah, I went to see them. I, I, I re-got back into Queens of the Stone Age like earlier this year. Watched watched the Glastonbury footage, and I was like, "This is cool." Then went to see them a couple of weeks ago on the tour, and I was like, "Yep, this is amazing." Um, really sick bass lines. Looks really cool. Uh, very, very, very cool bass collection on tour. Uh, nice short yeah, like- scale basses. Uh, there was like a Mustang, a jazz bass, and a P bass. All of them look super cool. Um, yeah, I'll give it to him. However, I do have an honourable mention, which I'm going to sneak in really quickly. Please do. I'm going to do a bit of an honourable mention, and it's two people technically, I am sorry. So my honourable mentions, and there's a reason why they're paired together, is I'm going to give it an honourable mention to Amos Heller and Ian Allison. Oh. For a few specific reasons. So, right. Reason one, we had Ian on the podcast, obviously, last. 
really good episode, not only because of like the tones and answering the questions, the Star Wars section was obviously amazing as well. Um, it was really good for me to basically sit and ask questions to someone who has been doing what I do for a living more than me, basically. It kind of, it, it felt really good and it kind of made me feel like coming out the back of that episode, I was like, maybe you are, maybe you are doing it right. And you know, like, you know, you just, maybe you are actually on the right path here, Chris, and it's not a complete mess every day, which is kind of how I feel with a lot of my work stuff, because you fly blind with this job. No one, there's no, there's no B-tech in how to actually be a session musician. You've got to kind of work it out yourself. So it was nice to sit and chat with Ian and kind of have a realisation of like, oh, I am actually on the correct path. I'm just yeah. on step one of the ladder and he's on step like, I don't know, 20. Because he's just, he's just been, the, the difference is time. There's just more time. Yeah. Uh, and, and then there's, there's again, no right there is, role, you know? Exactly, like, exactly. And then the Amos thing is, is basically the exact same thing. I listened to their, uh, the SBL podcast episode where Ian and Amos were talking about all things session musician. And again, it was like, it was very refreshing to hear someone who's arguably at the top of the game. I mean, plays basically Taylor Swift. I don't think it gets. I don't think it gets much bigger than that. Um, and basically, just like his problems were almost the same as my problems, and how he dealt with those problems is the same as I deal with my problems. So, for those two conversations, I would like to give them to an honourable mention of making me feel like I'm actually doing my job okay. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's good to. I had these people see, seem relatable then as well. So like, oh, that's, that's yeah, just like re- that's the word I was I was trying to find the word in my head, but the you know the 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 relatableness of uh, those two people having those conversations was very refreshing, and it was very uh, encouraging for me, and I hope uh, everyone at home as well. If you're on a similar, uh, if you're trying to do what I do for a living, oosh, oosh. I wouldn't have you, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, who's your player of the year, Johnny? Um, my player of the year is purely Matt Parker. <laughs> yes, it's purely kind of a selfish thing at the same time. Where I'm just like, this guy is so cool. <laughs> so is it, cool. Is it yourself? Oh yes. I've got, I I don't even have the cameras like properly set up here. I, I've just got a mirror. Oh, I'm basically just looking at myself <laughs> the whole time. I'm like, fuck. You're like that <laughs> meme of meme of Dennis Reynolds, where it's like me just checking myself out in the Zoom meeting. That yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Anyway, please please continue with your base player of the year, good sir. Uh, I'd like to give this to Fernando Rosa. 
um, you might not recognize his name, or at least I, you know, I, I see it's one of those things where you see an Instagram handle, and it's because it's just all combined into one long word. I, I'm like, what? Wait, actually, what is his name? Um, he is this guy. He popped up earlier in the episode uh, because he did the demos for these 70s stingrays. And I was like, oh, there he is. I'm going to talk about him in a little bit. Um, yeah. If you don't know him, go and check him out on Instagram. He basically just does a load of um, playing along to a load of uh, vintage kind of 70s style tracks. And he is just like the outfits, the basses he has. He'll play a bass and I'll be like, well, now I want that bass. He's got a Explorer at the minute. And I'm like, well, I want another Explorer now. What the hell? <laughs> but he's so cool like he's he just brings so much uh energy and like an excitement to it it's one of those things where I, I see him and i'll watch the whole thing every time and i'm just like really engaged all the time and he's just playing and just having a little dance whilst playing but it's just a lot of fun i think um and no one has ever made me want leather trousers as much as him um so yeah that's well that's the sign of an effective that's the sign of an effective demoer you know you um you do the demo and you want the product yeah exactly i think there's a, that's I what think he there's was a lot, demoing exactly i think there's a lot to be said about it. there's a lot of people who do kind of like product demos or talk about products in a specific way and they're kind of selling themselves playing the product yeah um because i remember when we were when we went to ashdown we were playing the the roasting series and we were playing the um the little bastard and um a few other amps and me and you were saying are we are we being a bit boring here like you know we were saying to the guys at ashdown like is this like you is this what you want like are we not being a bit surely you know because we've been we've been lied to by the internet basically about being like if you can't do this insane double thumb tapping lick then you're rubbish at bass but they were saying no just playing normal <laughs> bass parts yeah. through the product is what we want to hear that so that's my excuse now whenever i play something <laughs> really mediocre in a video going forward i'm gonna be like well actually it's about the product yeah so, mm, mm. That, someone commented but on a video true, though. today they commented on a video today saying um i don't think it's the uh the product that's not very good i actually just think that the player needs more practice <laughs> i was like oh like, no i love it when they comment on it thinking that i don't see it like they, they talk about like oh him well, that guy. And I'm yeah, like, that's me. You really, do, you really do get it in the ear, you online, don't you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. If you're somewhat passionate and and British and and excited about things, or like say opinion, one opinion, someone's like, no, uh, then yeah, that's it. You get it. And I feel like with YouTube, people can hide behind a screen even more because their profile yeah. isn't really a profile or it is but like no of course no the profile is just an email address for yeah. youtube it's not like you know if if you have a go at me on instagram i can click on your profile unless you've unless you've curated your profile to be quite but anonymous i can see your name i can see i can like... see your name i know what you, I, you know i can work out roughly where you live you know i know like what you have for breakfast this morning i yeah. will track you down and i will kill you exactly um, whereas on YouTube, it's just like, Mr. Bass Face 96, you know, and things like that. Oh, I've been rumbled. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it, you know, you can just hide behind this extra yeah. layer. Of... I, I don't like Johnny Dibble 2K20. Fair enough. He does. Um, speaking of things we do well, like, though. Well, exactly, yes. And where's the video, I might add? Yeah, exactly. Screw you. Exactly. 
Yeah, show me your video and then we'll talk. Yeah. Oh no, you're not going to do one. There we go. Brilliant. Okay, just stay out of it. Um, next up, what do we think is the our favourite tone of the year? Oh, this was tricky for me, actually, yeah. I'll be honest, because I don't listen to music. <laughs> no, I really don't. My, I really don't. It's 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 funny. I, hey, I just it, don't consume music. It could be your own your own tone or one that's brought, been brought onto this podcast. Ooh, that's a very good point. Um, Do you want me to go through mine first? Yeah, because I've I've got a few I'll mention, and one of them is me. But we'll get to that. <laughs> nice. All the answers are me, 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 me. Um, my favorite tone of the year actually um, <laughs> comes from a band called Movements. Um, I went to see them only a couple of weeks ago, actually in Bristol. Uh, the American <laughs> band, um, very. Not not like pop punky, but like alternative, bit sh- shoegazy in some bits. But they're very, um, very lively. Very good band, good band. I like them a lot. Kind of like story so far style thing, okay. but less um, loud, a bit more melodic maybe. Um, anyway, really like that band. And for their latest album, there's a song called Lead Pipe, which has a bass intro. And the tone is super aggressive and really gnarly and just sounds great sounds really really good it's one of those ones i was like oh yeah that was the first hit popped into my head as a bass tone i've heard this year and gone yes and can confirm he replicates it perfectly live as well um because i was like oh wait waiting for that song specifically i was like oh how's this gonna sound and with the gear i can see he's using what's what's gonna happen uh and yeah sounded really really good it's basically from what i know Oh, from what he was using live as well, it's a P bass into a Sans amp with a rat, an actual rat pedal. Um, compression, I think. And then he was using a Fender Bassman and an Ampeg cab. I don't know if that's what's used on the recording, of course, but I know it's a rat and a Sans amp. Uh, and it, yeah, it sounded really, really good. Obviously, the rat is known for sucking a bit of low end, but I'm guessing he's compensating that with with the sands amp a little bit yeah must be giving it back afterwards yes giving it back a good good old boy giving it back paying it forward um and it was there was a moment where because we all kind of stood quite far back because we're old now um and we were i was next to the sound desk and then i could see the sound man when the bass intro started playing he just looked around the other sound guys and was going he was nodding going yes yeah was he doing (laughs) the face you know like i'll take the glasses off for this but you know just sat there going yeah, big time stone. Very nice. Mm. That's what we need. Yeah, looking around the others, like he was like, "Yeah, we did that kind of thing," and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." Um, yeah, he'd be nothing without me. Yeah, <laughs> I've turned him up loads for this, but nice. Um, so yeah, that was probably what I'd say was my my favorite tone of the year that I've heard. Very nice. Do you have any others, or is that your main one? That's my main one. I'm going to go with that. Lovely. Um, I. I'm going to be a bit weird. I've got a few. No change there, then. Um, in terms of really nice, nice dabbler. Thank you. In terms of releases, I'm going to give it the most tone I've really enjoyed is on the new Architect single, which is called Seeing Red. Oh. There is a section in verse two where it goes down to bass, drums, and vocal. And... It's quite an interesting bass tone. It sounds like, and I mean this in a good way. It kind of sounds like shit, but in a really, really good way. It kind of sounds like a a DI 
that's just absolutely redlining. You know, like completely oversaturated and peaking in a channel. Um, and I really like it. It sounds like, I mean, on the video, Ali, the bass player for Architects, is playing like a like a super P, like a four-string oh, yeah. super P. And he's absolutely caning it with a pick. So I'm guessing it's kind of that tone, but it's really, it's really overdriven, but in like kind of like a not a pedal way, kind of just a, it's 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 genuinely I feel like it's like they've taken the sands out, turned everything up on full, ran it into a channel, peaked the channel and peaked the preamp and recorded that. Wow, and I, I, I really like it. And then it goes into like a breakdown. It's very cool. So I'll give you that. Alongside that, um. I went to see a couple of my friend's bands play a couple of weeks ago. Um, my friend Matty plays in a band called The Great Nothing. Um, if you like Slim Talk and Johnny, you might like them, actually. But um, th- Matty was playing a uh, the same dim wall as me, an NG2 in black, not that that really matters, uh, into a quad cortex. And uh, the bass tone was just fantastic. Like, really, really, really great. It was very, like... It was that zingy dingwall tone that like, we all know and love, whether we like it or not. And uh, it just fit the space really well. It was a great live bass tone. And uh, I am currently downloading the preset that he made for it. I was just going to say, speak. like, you've got the tools. And I've got a very, exactly, and it's quite likely I am just going to nick that preset for the tour with Dala that starts in the end of January. And to finish off, Speaking of Dala, um, personally, just a quick one, I am very happy with the bass tone for the Dala EP. Um, if you want an example of kind of what it sounds like, if you go to our track sequel in verse two, it's kind of just bass and drums for a little bit, and then uh, the guitars come back in. But that'll give you kind of like an idea of the isolated bass tone. But yes, I'm very happy with it. And um, yeah, I'm going to leave that as some of my tones of the year. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, I forgot to include myself in this as well. I think one of my favourite... Oh, please do. I did. My my favourite tone I've had myself this year. Um, <laughs> I played at Teddy Rocks Festival. Um, <laughs> and I just, was just playing my fully my rig and, and my bass, of course. But like it just sounded really, really good that night. And I was like, oh my God. And through the speakers that we had there as well. It was my Fujigen Jazz... Uh, going into the dark glass <laughs> um, E500 sans amp ahead of it as well um, <laughs> and then just through my Ashdown cab and it just all sounded brilliant and like through the um, wedges that they had at the front really really nice setup that they had there um, sound unreal the best sound I've had all year so like it's so nice when that when that happens yeah. when you're like your tone that you've been working on and then, because I have this all the time, it's like, I'll be at a venue and I'm like, it's not quite right, but logistically, there's nothing I can do about this because we don't have a proper sound check or yes. it's not quite right, but there's nothing I can do because let's be honest, it's a wedding. It just needs to be set up. And if it sounds fine, it is fine. But yep. I'm sat there going, oh, I really, really would like a bit more mid-range today. <laughs> Meh, yeah. And that kind of thing. Um, but then when you get it, when you just look in, it's like the light, like I've been doing a lot of gigs this month with the exact same PA and we've been quite lucky where we've been able to get into a venue when there's no one in there and we've had a good hour Brilliant. to kind of like takes 15 minutes to plug everything in and it's like 45 minutes of just kind of being a bit nerdy and having a laugh so I've been able to sit there and get like the guitarist of the band to like play my rig while I sit with the quad cortex and go 
oh yeah, you know what, that is, that's not quite right. There is too much low end and it's too boomy. I've been able to kind of do a bit of EQ in and for cool. that PA now, it sounds great. It sounds really good in all the right places. But and then and then you play better. I always play better when when I'm like I'm having a good tone day. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. It, it transcends from the ears down into the fingers, for sure. Absolutely. Right. Um, next one. Um, speaking of... Last one? Uh, there's two more, baby. Um, oh, God. Oh. Um, this one is best pedal of the year. Um, I think I know what yours is going to be, actually. Do you want to go first? Uh, would you like to guess? Is it going to be... Um, from a company that we visited this year. I don't think we've been to the Dark Glass Factory, Johnny. <laughs> no, you're right. It is a company we went to visit. It is the... Um, I'm giving it to the Ashdown Triple Shot, genuinely. <laughs> I really, really, really liked that pedal. Um, it kind of did that, that X7 crossover distortion, but it, it did it in a slightly different way. Where uh, I just even using my Dingwall, I really enjoyed how it was like, um, obviously super distorted and a massive sounding, but but not in that modern metal way. It kind of just sounded like a big tubey valve amp getting absolutely pummeled by some uh, by some good old distortion. So yeah, I really really enjoyed that pedal. Really liked it. Um, I hope to have one in my grimy little ginger hands one day, and uh, it was great. Yeah. Really big fan, no complaints. Yeah, it's what I'm using at the minute for my for my live rig because all the drive is coming from that. It's just so good. Yeah. It's so adaptable and so simple as well. Like, it just makes so much sense. Very simple, yeah. It's, it's, Absolutely. it's all killer, no filler almost with that. Where it's just what you want. It's not got any other bells and whistles on it. It is just that control, bass, mm. middle, treble, and then how much uh, distortion you have on each of those Um bits of eq so yeah exactly it does very, one very thing cool. and it does it really well yeah and i'd say that's quite that's quite sometimes that can be quite rare for pedals now i find they try I to do like everything a, yeah a lot of pedals are like we're trying to do you know we're a compressor we're an eq we're a drive we're a modulation we're a cab sim you know like, or um you know big modeling units like the the hx stomp or the the full hx unit or the kemper or the quad cortex or the or the um Fractal units, you know, there's so many things trying to like, we need to do everything really well. And that is great, don't get me wrong, especially from a bang for your buck perspective. But it's nice as well to kind of like, it's like when you go to a restaurant, you ask for the wine list and they go, we got red and we got white. <laughs> and we do lager on draft. And that's literally, that's literally it. It's kind of like, oh, nice. There's no option paralysis. That That triple shot, it does, we do this. And we just do it really well. And you almost can't get it wrong. Like, yeah. you know, even if you set everything at 12, it sounds great. You take all the mid-range out, sounds great. You boost the treble, sounds great. Too yeah. much low end, still sounds good. Yeah, good pedal. It's a jack of one trade, master of all. You know? Correct. Um, and that's why we love it. Um, How about you? I'm going to give this to the Origin Effects DCX. <laughs> really, really fancy... Um, really great preamp and drive it's not preamp and drive in the way that you'd expect it's a preamp or drive um you've got a okay. toggle on there to change it from a very nice warm preamp based on the universal audio oh i can't remember the name of the preamp 610 is it oh no that's a compressor isn't it i can't remember i can't remember i don't, don't know look my at vintage me. gear 
help board gear too much, but that's what it's based on. Um, and it is like even if you just it does that noble DI thing where you just play that straight into the DI and you know through the pedal and it sounds really great and super warm and saturated and you know chewy almost. Um, so I really really like it for that. But then you can use it as a drive pedal as well. If you yeah. switch it over to the drive, it just makes it more uh, exciting and, and works better than with other pedals as well. So it's a really adaptable pedal. Um, it's about two hundred pounds, I think. It's quite a lot, but it's uh, you know it's a high end pedal from a high end company, and it's it's very very cool, uh, and it can be used in. It sounds great in all the ways that it's used. I think so. Yeah, I'm going to give it to that one. Lovely, lovely. Very, very nice. I uh, I enjoyed that pedal when I got to play it briefly. Uh, were we in Bass Bros when we plugged that in? I think we were. Yes. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that pedal. I mean, it's a very, I think it's a very good pedal and an excellent choice for your pedal of the year. Yes. Likewise, marvellous stuff. Uh, next up, what is, Chris, your best bass of the year? Ooh, tricky one mm. because I... Got to be honest, I haven't played a lot of basses that aren't just my basses that I've had for ages for work. Um, but since it also needed to be a bass that came out this year, a bass, uh, I, uh, I'm i going with the Mikey Way jazz bass. This and one. also, I'm, uh, I wish I'd bought it, you know. As time really? goes on. Really? I love the P-Bass that I bought. Don't get me wrong. It's not a... I'm not regressing the P-Bass at all. I've got flats on it at the moment, and it is... Oh, it's a dream. It's... I, I, I don't think I will get a better P-Bass with flats kind of thing now. I think that corner of my, my arsenal as That's a player... It is boxed off. I don't think I, I need to go thinking about, I need a bass with flats now. Yeah. That's I nailed. Mean, you were not, nailed you down. weren't going to put flats on the Mikey Way, were you? Like, it wasn't going to tickle that. No, that'd itch. be ridiculous. Um, yeah. It's, they kind of serve different things. And for what you were looking for, you made the right decision, I think. Absolutely. absolutely. But, if I had enough money to buy two bases, or let's say I'd sold the Eurydine, I think I am going to sell the Aerodyne because I'm, I'm clearly not particularly interested in touching it. So I think I might just get get rid. Um, I would have bought the Mikey Way genuinely. I yeah. uh, I was really really impressed with that bass, and my girlfriend reminds me constantly that I should have bought it. Not because of the neck, not because of the pickups, not because of the weight or the playability, but because it was shiny. Yes, hundred percent. I mean, if it was a black bass. Yeah. Let's be honest, you'd be like, yeah, it's good bass, but I'm not really that interested in it. But the shiny <laughs> does go a long way. It, it does. It was and but it did it did genuinely play really well. It played really well. Um felt nice in the hand. The neck was really nice. Hiccups were great. Sounded good, nice and easy. Um bit heavy, but not enough to be a massive problem. Um Yeah, it was a really it was a really great bass. I wish, I wish I had the money. To have bought that and the um and the Mikey Way because it was yeah. fantastic. It was really really good. I, I can confirm. I really liked that bass. Um, it's my favourite Sig I've played in a long time as well. I, oh, me uh, too. That's worth saying. The Pete Wentz is very good though. But anyway, oh well, I haven't like... played. I haven't played the Pete Wentz though because I don't live near you, so I can't play <laughs> it. Well, uh, I might mention the Pete Wentz now. It's going to be a runner up. 
actually, in my best oh, okay, base okay. of the year. That is an honorable, honorable mention to the Pete Wentz base. I think it does a lot of great stuff and it stands, you know, for like affordability and like, yes, let's keep it here. Uh, this price point, let's not go crazy. Uh, big respect. It's a great price. For, yeah. And it's a really, it's clearly a great base, even though I haven't played it. You can tell it's great. It's really, really good. So I would give that an honorable mention. Okay. Um, I'm going to give the full award to the Squire Rascal, though. Oh, um, short scale offset, double humbucking base. Man, I, I, I often think about the bridge pickup on that base. It's so good. It's so good. I'm, I'm almost tempted to go because you know I borrowed one from Fender to review. I'm almost tempted to just go out and buy one for myself um, because I'm like, oh, that was really good. It was so interesting. Good. Um, so yeah, I, I would really recommend people checking out that base. Um, the neck pickup, I'm kind of yeah, it was kind of like too dark and muddyish for me. That, but that's the position of that pickup in any base. Like that's just what that does. But the bridge. Whoa, Nelly. Sounded brilliant. And short scale as well. Takes that box. Really, really cool. Really very cool. Um, the other category I was thinking of was the worst base of the year. <laughs> that I just thought Ooh, about. I um, don't um I don't think I can give that as a I don't think I've tried anything. Oh no, you know what? I have tried something that I thought was quite shocking. Oh, I, I think I know what this might okay. be. Okay. Okay. Uh, you you can go. go first. You can go first. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to give this to. For, unfortunately, I think I have to give it. I'm just trying to think about what I've played this year. Or, or I've got two. One is the Harley Benton Thunderbird. Do not like that base. Um, I the review for that will be coming out this week, so that's kind of a spoiler. Um, Ooh, I love I love it when you do a review of something and you think it's crap. Yeah. I really, that's not. A, that's not. Um, that's not done enough. No, no. And I've, I've had so much things of like, I've been sent this, so I have to say it's yeah, good. Well, and you're like, no, I don't well, like it. I've been it. sent two things this year that I reviewed that I didn't think were that good. Yeah. One of which, well, which pa- being... I remember Patrick Hunter got the um, the uh, what's it, the Mike Kerr signature yeah. base, and basically just really professionally said, "This is naff." Yeah, and that's really rare for him because he doesn't. He often is just like very is good positive things. And a lot of the comments are like, guy, I really like seeing yeah. this balances out yeah. you know it's got to be it's got to be done because it's you know if you were if you lied and said i really like this pedal and someone bought it and went well, this is rubbish yeah you'd be like i have technically misled that person for money you, you now i don't really like that yeah credibility and that's what i always say to companies caveat if i don't like it i'm gonna say it i'm not gonna yeah a lot of people will be like oh, i don't review things i don't like it's like well that's not really the point of you being there yeah, like, I've seen a lot of people say like, if 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 I don't like the product, I let them know and go, I'm going to send it back, and we'll just not do the review. But I I would rather go, you've sent me this, I'll do you, I will do you a honest and professional and nice review. But yeah. if the stuff I don't like, I am going to include it with the things I do like. Yeah, it's 100%. a review. You don't you don't watch a film and go. It was amazing. There's, I mean, there was no story, and all the characters were terrible, but the CGI yeah. was good. Oh, wow, but it looked amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think uh, the other ones I had this year was I had a, a Warwick. I um, can't remember the name of it now. Um, it was a... It cost over a thousand pounds. Didn't really... It didn't feel worth oh, it. Okay, okay. Uh, and the other worst one was the Epiphone 
Newport short scale. When you put oh, that up that, against yeah. the Squire, it just the Squire blows it out of the water. That I, I think that bass just didn't sound that good. I didn't. It felt fine, but not amazing. And for that price point, I think, especially with Epiphone, they really need to step that up. So I was excited for it, but it just did not did not perform well for me. So I'm going to give it to all of those. Why not? It wasn't a real category, so sold it. There That's fair. Fair enough. And you, sir, what was yours? Uh, it was the flea base that I tried at Base Bros. I thought it was crap. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's funny because a lot of people in the comments are like, oh, yeah, I like that the best. But like in the room, it sounded terrible. Well, not even that. I can let it off for the sound, but I just it just didn't feel nice. Yeah. Like, you know, it was, it just didn't, yeah, it just, I can only just, maybe just, it's not for me, maybe. But I played it and was like, I don't like this at all. Like, I yeah. just don't like it. Yeah. Not for no. me, thank you. No, no, no. No good. But there we go. There are our short but sweet kind of like awards for the year. We'll do something similar in the new year, I think, for like what we're most looking forward to. I mean, we'll do like a NAM special or something like that when all the new stuff gets announced. And that's all very exciting. So we will uh, we will catch up about all that kind of stuff very soon. Um, shall we move on to the next segment? Certainly. It's time. I hope you've all been good this year because I haven't. It's time for us to read your Christmas lists, and uh, we've got a pretty, got a pretty good selection here. I'm not going to lie; there's there's some good stuff. So, basically, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna t- lift back the veil here. I am just reading the comments on uh, on the post that you all uh, that you all very nicely commented on a few days ago, a few weeks ago. Wrong with that, a love. time in the past. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. So, I have loaded up every comment. If for whatever reason I've missed someone off, it's because your comment hasn't loaded up on Instagram. It's because you've been very bad this year. It's because I've gone through your account and you need to work on your technique. So, <laughs> no base for you. Right. In no particular order, because I don't think... Instagram doesn't load comments in order anymore. No, I think you can do latest. It's like the ones that got the but... most likes go up. and uh, But I've got it set to like latest and it's still not, it's still not yeah. done. So, I'm going to read for a few people. We'll list a few thoughts every now and again, um, and then we'll send this off to the big man once we finish recording. So, this has come in from uh, Big Chris seventy six. Hello, Big Chris. Is this your is this your second account? Is this is this me? Um, oh, his beard's way nicer than mine. Yeah. Um, shout out, Big Chris. Impressive venue. Oh, you played at the Rigger the other day. No, in November. Still though, very cool. Anyway, Big Chris. Dear Santa, just the Goliath effects I strive to give them sweet tones of joy. Can't beat it. Can't beat the ice drive. I'll wrap Johnny's it up got now one. Send it on. No. Sorry. Well, that's I'm the black ice. It. That's a different pedal, isn't it? It's the same. Is it just a different colour? Just a different colour. Oh, I thought they were two different pedals. <laughs> I'm sorry. But yes, the uh the uh the Goliath effects ice drive. I have the black ice still. And um, it's a great pedal. Big Very fan. Good. An excellent thing to find at the bottom of your tree. Good choice. Moving on. Pattern bass one. Pretty simple. Jack Cassidy bass in black, please. Good shout. Good shout. Yes. yes. Also a bass I've reviewed that I've gone, yeah, I want to get one of these. I want to get one of these. Yep. They're so good. Great choice. I am going to I am gonna get a hollow body slash short scale in the future. Ooh. Again, like that Mustang we tried, uh, bass bros, that was really great too. That's another one. If I um, 
if I had enough money, probably would have just grabbed that as well because it was yeah. great. Great. But we can't have everything. Okay, next up. Unwin Andy. Hmm. Where to start? One of those rock board pedal boards, maybe an Ashdown Ant, and a HX Stomp. That's my first few thoughts. That's a rig, that. That, that is, is a rig. That is stunning. That <laughs> all you need then, all you need then is a DI box and you'd be oh, stunning. I'm not gonna lie to you, that's the exact but, board I'm building later today. Sorry. Oh really? Yeah, I've got my board I've got the rock board on the floor here, the ants on it, the HX Stomp is unplugged there to to put them together. And it's that's not a, a bad rig. I'm a, that's not in. a bad Yeah, I am having I'm having a very good time with the quad cortex and the ant. That really, really is everything I need. Mm-hmm. I struggle to find something else. But I would actually like a new rock board because I think I'd like to go a little bit bigger. Ooh, or a little bit smaller. I'm just decided at the moment. But um if you're listening, boys, help me out. Go on, boys. Next up, we have Andy Clark Kent. Dear Santa, this Christmas will be a lean one due to the need to save up for my wedding. Oh, my condolences. However, I would love to get the Ampeg SGT DI preamp. Oh, another Not new a bad release shout. for this year. A, another new release. A very good pedal. No complaints, really. Um, if I see one floating around, I would like to give one a go because I've got a feeling it's pretty good. Yeah, no, yeah, I'd like to compare it to the Origin Effects one. Be cool, absolutely. I think it'd be pr- yeah. That's a good shout actually because they're both kind of like SVT kind of things. Next up, Thomas Grant, dear Santa. My back is finished using a guitar strap for my basses. A rider strap and some Dunlops would do me greatly. Nice, you know. Yes, they would. You should do that. That's achievable. I think we'll send that. Yeah, that's. Yeah, come on, Santa, we'll send that on. That's like 30 quid tops. Solid. Yeah, should be able to sort you out. Should be fine. No wrong. I mean, I do technically use a guitar strap for my basses, and I might get a thicker padded one. But I mean, um, the, when we say guitar strap, it's it's just a strap, right? There's no like guitar strap, bass strap. Yeah, there's but th- there's thick bass ones. straps are like yeah. a bit thicker and a bit yeah, wider. Yeah. But I'd like to get like a nice level one Ooh. and just you know get a bit of comfort going. But um, like the old man I am. But uh, yeah. Uh, next up, this is Ryan. Oh, R- yes, Ryan H nine one two eight nine. Dear Father Christmas, I've been a very good boy. Uh, I'm, go- I'm sorry, dear Father Christmas, I've been a very good boy. That I want a Spectre Euro four, please. Wow, you have to be a very good, very nice, very good boy to have one of those. You've got to be very good for. You've got to be a very good for Spectre Euro four. Yeah. Absolutely, fair play. Um, there. it's a good shout. It's a good shout. Can't go wrong. Do you know what? I've only ever played one Spectre, and I love. I've never played. I've never played one. And the one I played, I didn't really like. But I really like oh, no. Spectres. I, I'll say it's only because I didn't love. It was a four-string PGA. I don't know. It didn't really do anything for me. But I love the sound of the majority of them. I know. Uh, me too. Yeah. I'd really like to play Euro one as well. Yeah. Love it, Don Brock or Bass Tone. Big oh, fan. Hello. Yeah. Um. Next. This is Lewis the Bat. Dear, This is very polite, by the way. Dear Santa, I would be very grateful if you could give me an Ernie Ball Music Man Stingray 5 in vintage sunburst with an all maple neck and fretboard for Christmas, please. I would also like an Ernie Ball Music Man Stingray 5 in vintage sunburst with an all maple neck and fretboard for Christmas, please. That is a great shout. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds bloody lovely. Um, yeah, I do want... 
a five string stingray would be very very nice my collection that is a good shout i'm a big fan okay next this is um i really hope i pronounced your name right ryan it's uh ryan Bedoric. i really hope that's the correct pronunciation it is uh, B-A-D-O-R-R-E-K so I feel like I'm right there if I'm wrong I'm so, I'm terribly sorry you just never told me how to say your name so there we go um, hey Santa hey <laughs> uh, I've done my best this year and feel like I've been pretty good that's that's. Honest. I just started practicing bass exactly I just started practicing bass and I would love an effects pedal I have a tuner that is satisfying to step on but I really want to start getting into effects. I'm not even sure where to start, so I'm up for whatever you recommend. Thanks for reading this, your pal Ryan. Ah, Zoom B3, maybe for Ryan? I was just going to say, the, the Zoom B3, they do a smaller one, which is like a multi-stomp, which is only like one one thing that you click on, so you're going to have one okay. effect at a time. But if you want yeah. to try a load of effects, that's great. Velton do some really good, really good multi-effects unit as well. Check that out, GT. I played the 100, but I think there's like the 200 out there or whatever. So I'd recommend those. Um, you've, of course, got the Line 6 HX Stomp. Bit more expensive, though. So if you're looking at just trying to get into it, I'd recommend a, a cheaper alternative to find out what you're Absolutely. Like. But if you could find a secondhand HX Stomp yeah. for like, what are they going for secondhand? Like, you know, three, four hundred pounds? Ooh. Are they not like three, four hundred pounds new? I thought they were about 500 quid new. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, wait. I think you're right, because I got mine secondhand for about that price, I think. Right. But if you can find one of those near you, mm. that's a winner. Like, you know, you really have got everything you need there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Next up, this is Charles Ragmack, um, otherwise known as, I believe it's going to be pronounced Coffee Illusion on Instagram. He said, Dear Santa, if I could okay. get a proper leather strap that will last till my grandson uses it, and a pedal board, I would be all set. Fantastic. You would be all set. That's brilliant. Um, Absolutely. Can't be argued with. I wonder, I'm i assuming this person has a grandson, or are they grandson pending? Like, are they I'm assuming... going to go with... I mean, I had a quick poke around in his Instagram, and I'm going to say it's grandson pending. Okay. They've... I might be wrong. There is a picture of his cat, a cat on his profile, though, so maybe, maybe he that's... needs the cat. <laughs> a leather strap for a cat. Perfect. Absolutely. Powering through James Canning, otherwise known as Jimbo AC. Right, let me read because my eyesight's going. I am also wearing sunglasses indoors, so I can't <laughs> see anything at the moment. Uh, Dear Santa, I would love, love, love a Squire 70s classic vibe j- jazz bass. I've been a really good boy practicing uh, every other day and making sure I catch all of Johnny Dibbles and that guy on bass's content and in the pocket casts. Thanks very much, mate. Failing that, a couple of sets of Ernie Ball Hybrid Slinky, 45 to 105, would be great, and any other bass-related swag. Merry Christmas, Johnny Dibble, that guy on bass, Christmas tree emoji, Father Christmas emoji, Rockside emoji. Ugh. Very nice. You will get everything that you wanted for that lovely, lovely comment. Absolutely. All the presents for James. Merry Christmas to you too. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Um, someone called Part-Time Wizards commented saying, I wish my beard looked like that. Yep, same. Uh, bass with Lemon. Dear Santa, I would love an analog alien bass station and an Ashdown Pro DI. Ooh. Would rather that than my two front teeth. <laughs> I don't know, mate. Your two front teeth are quite important. Well, maybe you'll fight me for one. <laughs> and then, exactly. See if you can win it. 
Um, exactly. I don't know that alien one. Am I being dim? No, neither do I. What's that? Uh, what's we go through? What was it called? The alien? Uh, it was called the Analog Alien Base Station. I love the name. That is a lovely name. Are you having a Google? Yeah, I do not recognise this pedal. Neither do I. Okay, it's an amp generator, gamma fuzz, and limiter all in one. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, don't now, I want, I want one of those now. It's pretty cool. About 360 Shall we move pounds on, on Hanstons. So How much? Go. 360 pounds. Wow, it better be good. Yeah, you've got to be a good boy for that. You've got to be a very good boy for that. All right. How do I pronounce your name? Uh, this is Lorenzo has said, Dear Santa, since I've been an adorable, lovely good boy this year, listen, we'll be the judge of that, pal, I would love to receive under my Christmas tree a couple of sets of Dear Dario nickel wound strings, 45 to 100, Ooh. and a wide bass strap to relieve my poor back. Good shout, good present choice, and good strings of choice, in my opinion, as well. Wide bass, thin strings, you know? Well, Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a Dear Dario... I'm a nickel. I'm a nickel wound. I'm a 45 to 105 guy. Yeah, However, me too. Not going to say no to a few 100s. Okay, okay. next, firing yeah. up, this is Toby Doherty, who has said, Dear Santa, I'd like a Fender Ventura 2 60s jazz bass in Fiesta Red, a Fender Rumble 40s amp, and a Fender Jaguar bass in Dakota for good measure. Ooh, very nice. I love it. You've got to be it. very good for all that. That is a, that's a, that's a set up and half. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that. Oh, I like there's two high-end, you know, quite expensive bases going into a Fender Rumble. But I, I respect that. Fine. Hey, there's the Rumble's Fender Rumble. I I digged a I digged a two by ten Rumble. Yeah. At that jam night gig I used to do for ages. Loved yeah, it. Oh, great I had, gig. The, I had the great four, venue. Four ten cab. Four ten cab. Yeah. And the uh, um, the five hundred head. Brilliant. Brilliant. I love it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with the Fender Rumble. You get a lot of people going, oh, should I get something more expensive? Nope, because it's need it. really good. All right, next we have David Longdren, who has said, a 64 Jazz Bass, please. Uh, oh, I'm gone. A 64 Jazz Bass, please. A 64 Jazz Bass, please. Oh, and an Ampeg V4B. Nice. Well, so you want two 64 jazz basses? You got yeah, to be specific with um, Saint Nick. That is a bit much. Um, this one, this one is a little bit. Uh, this one's a little bit more reasonable. Again, I apologise if I've pronounced this wrong. This is Daggy, Daggy, maybe D A G I. Again, if I've spelled, if I've pronounced that wrong, I am sorry. He has said, "Dear Bass Santa, I would love a dark glass Alpha Omega to go with my new Warwick rock bass streamer. Why my wife got me? Wow, that's a lovely wife. That's a good. Yeah, absolutely. You might be in with the chance of getting that under your tree. Exactly, and also, what a good tone combo that would be. Yeah, really, really. I think that'd be pretty sick. Right, ripping, pedal. ripping through, ripping through. Uh, this is Ron. Ron has asked for all I need is the is the rockboard mod five with cab sim or the Sonic Cake IR pedal and I'm good to go. Yeah, I I've got I've got both not not to brag but here we um got both of those. I would recommend the rockboard. Really? And how how is the cab sim on the rockboard? Is it good? Yeah, it is good. It's got okay. it's got like ten different cab sims on there. Two of which can are you load an IR into it? Oh. Good question. I think you can, you know. Ooh. Okay. I can't. Don't don't quote me on that. 
Well, I would have thought you'd know this, Johnny. I know. I know. Disappointing. I can't remember. God. Please go through the next one. I will quickly have a physical look for you. Very well. Well, next up, this is uh, this is Jose or Jose. Uh, dear Santa, I would like a Zoom B6 pedal. Yep. Can't go wrong with that. A great choice. Yep. We're going to move on. Uh, I'm uh, still going to be clear. I I'm know, still, go on. Yes. I have the answer. You, yes, you can load. There is a USB port on the back of it. So, yes, you can. Very cool. Very, very cool. I do um, Not really a Christmas list submission. Maybe it is. Uh, Jordan Ray Landers has said the ass slap with a emoji. Um, maybe he wants you to slap his ass for Christmas. Who knows? I'll, slip, I'll slap his big booty, Judy. Sure. Uh, oh, very good. Very good indeed. That's why they pay you the big bucks. Um, we are almost there now. Uh, this one is from a some dickhead. Uh, that guy on base. Mm. Is that Bellin um, on base? Nice. Yeah, let's see what this this idiot wants now. Um, dear Santa, God, pretentious. Uh, this year, I would like some Pelly Road cases for my touring gear. Um, the really cool thing Ashdown amps are bringing out soon, and for the imposter syndrome to go away. Oh <laughs> no! You can't ask for Santa to take away things. He will only give. You so can't, you're getting you can't ask shed loads more. more. <laughs> Santa is getting you therapy for Christmas. <laughs> Very nice. Next up, we have good old Danny Higgins. He said, "Dear Santa, I've been a good boy-ish for Christmas. I would like some of those sweet. How is this pronounced? Is this Olinto drinks? How is this man being good?" <laughs> how is it pronounced is it is it Olinto strings Olinto strings Olinto yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, Olinto yeah I would like some of those sweet Olinto strings a nice rat that's smaller than my rat tail and a purple overwater oh some sick paying gigs would be nice too yeah they would be nice wouldn't they I'd like some well, sick paying gigs as well nice uh, the, next if up you're asking we have Christmas for that that means the gigs are probably all going to be at the North Pole do you really want to take yeah, your Yeah, and the travel on that will be a nightmare. Yeah, no, go really. Absolutely. Um, next up is good old Chaz, a.k.a. Blood Eagle 94 uh, Dear Father Christmas, I would very much like a lottery win for copious amounts of bases and to pay the hefty tag on a Ken Smith BSR-5. Oh, and it's not too much to ask, a few packs of those lovely Tension Dunlop Super Bright Nickels. I love that. It's like, if it's not too much to ask, some strings as well. Apart from winning the I lottery like and a Ken Smith. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That, like, that okay. answer is the best. You know, it's like if you have three wishes, what do you ask for? A million wishes. True. You know, loads more wishes, please. Yeah. All right. Next up is Callum Goodway. It was said, Dear Santa, I would be particularly grateful if you could give me an Ashdown roasted uh, satin in onyx green. Ooh. Also, an honourable shout-out on the podcast. Whoa, well, Callum, we can do that. Wow. Consider this one's shout-out. Are we Father Christmas? We are. We are now. Daddy Christmas has yeah. arrived. Oh, God. All right, we are We are ripping through. All right, Christian Smith, a.k.a. I hope it's pronounced Scoggin bassist. I really do. Uh, he said, Dear Santa, I have been a very good boy this year, and I would like a dark glass infinity. Some new four meter base cables, right angle jacks, nitrix, bit picky, mate. All right, and some new strings and a setup for my Yamaha. Um, can't be denied. Four meter cable, absolutely. You got to get the longest cables you can, absolutely. Yeah. And right angle is the way. I don't make the rules. 
Yeah. Oh, 100%. You look like a champ. I, I want... Exactly. I want me some right angle XLR cables. I need to find some of those. Yeah, the buggers, they are. Buggers. They are. Thank you very much. Previous, previous uh, um, guest on the pod, Christian. Indeed. All right. And the last two. Second to last and by no means least, it's it's that good old boy, Matt Parker bass. Dear Santa, I'd love a 66 jazz bass, please. <laughs> I'm sure you would, mate. I'm sure you would. Of course. And finally, Harvey Baldwin. Dear Santa, I would love a Warwick Corvette 6 string bass, please, and a couple of alpha basses. Wow, well, you've already got one. Harvey, before Christmas, Harvey so. you've just got one, mate. Be grateful. <laughs> the answer for that one is no. Yeah, definitely not good enough this year for another one. Bloody hell. No, absolutely not. Exactly. Even though the Dalai Lama's not getting two. <laughs> um, fantastic. Well, you All know, right. we'll, what we'll do is we'll, we'll compile that list. Thank you so much for getting involved, sending it to us. We'll compile it. We will send it off. Have you got an envelope with the address on it, a stamp? I do, yep. Um, yep. It's around here somewhere. Yes, I do have one. Fantastic. We'll send that off um, and make sure it gets there in time. Um, if you don't get all that stuff, we can only assume that you've been very bad. It's not our fault. Exactly. Or um, there has been some sort of postal strike. Yes, exactly. The, the, the elves are on strike. The reindeer the elves, are on the strike. The elves have unionized. Yeah. Damn it. Um, no, all pro, pro for unions. Please strike if you if you can. Um, but um, yeah, thank you so much for getting involved, everyone. Um, if you want to get involved like these lovely people every week on our posts, etc., and to get involved asking questions, suggesting guests, etc., go and follow us on Instagram at In The Pocket Pod. Um, if you are watching this on YouTube, please consider subscribing. If you've made it to the end, you, you might as well subscribe, you know. You've clearly enjoyed the whole time, unless you spent the whole time sat there like, I hate Christmas. Um, to be fair, if Scrooge is watching this, it's probably what's happening right now. Um, if you are watching this and would like to just listen to this, you can check it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc., where you can also leave a five-star review really helps us to do with algorithms and reaching more lovely bass players out there there's lots of you out there that aren't tuning in yet so we need to get you listening to this very very podcast um chris my dear where can people find you on the internet you can find me literally everywhere under that guy on base um i post videos and stuff there you go that's how instagram works <laughs> And uh, please check out my band, Dala. There's a link to that in my Instagram uh, bio and then also at the bottom of the show notes for the episodes. We're going on tour at the end of January. Mm-hmm. It'd be very nice if I could see some of the people that listen to this pod. I have had quite a few people message going, I'm going to come to the Bristol one. I'm going to come to the Leeds one. I'm going to come to the the other ones on the tour. Uh, so, yeah, if, you, if you've planned on coming down, please come and say hello. Please. Please tell me your name and please tell me you you, you know me through the podcast because otherwise I'll be like, where do I know this person from? And I will think about <laughs> it for the entire day and I'll feel like I've been a very bad person. So if you want to come and say hello to me, absolutely please do. Absolutely. Unless it's five minutes after I'm getting off stage, please give me five minutes to pat my things down. Otherwise, I will be paranoid <laughs> I've left something They're behind. on stage. Hi, Chris. Um, Hi, Chris. I, I'm going to do that at the Bristol show now. I'm absolutely please do straight please away do. on stage. Oh my Just God. heckle me, great set, great set, bro. <laughs> yeah, great. Oh, great set, bro. To spend the entire time just shouting at me, saying Jacko only needed four. 
because yeah, I'll be yeah. playing a ding wall with a pick. <laughs> you have to avoid the B string the whole time. Play the octave up. <laughs> the whole set's on the yeah. B string. <laughs> <laughs> playing a modern metal band, Johnny. I don't go over the fifth fret on the low B. It's technically a low A, but still. Um, if you want to find myself on the internet, you can do so um, on Instagram uh, at Johnny Dibble and exactly the same on YouTube as well. Um, make sure you subscribe, follow, etc. Like I mentioned about middle of the episode, I am giving away the Pete Wentz signature Sterling base at the moment. So if you want to get your grubby little mitts on that one, make sure you uh, enter my competition where when I reach 10K, which might be a, might be a little while, but that's the point, okay? I don't think um, it's going to be a long time, you know. I think he, I think you'll get there pretty quick. I don't know. I don't know. It, it might be. I, Johnny, Johnny, I blinked and you went from like 6,200 to 7,000. Yeah, that that, that was, that, to be fair, yeah, okay, to be fair. All right. All right to be whatever. fair. To be fair. Um, I, the, the modesty of me is like, no, 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 no I don't think so. I can't imagine that. Um, So, make sure you go and enter that competition if you want to win that base. It's very sought after, so make sure you do that. Um. I think that's it from from us here this week. Have a very uh, Merry Christmas if you celebrate it and a uh, fantastic New Year where we'll be back with uh, even more guests, etc. for the podcast. So um, thank you for an amazing year, everyone. And thank you so much for watching. See you next time. Merry Christmas. Bye. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.